friends. It is your host of the No Wristbands podcast, Mark Joyner, here to tell you about our newest episode of the pod featuring Barely Civil. Barely Civil is an emo band of close-knit grade school friends, Alex Larson, Connor Erickson, Isaac Marquat, recently been joined by Eric Doucette, formerly of band favorite Circus Fires. Hailing from our neighbors to the North Wisconsin, I've been a fan ever since I first heard Bottom of the Lake off their excellent sophomore album, I'll Figure This Out. I've been angling at a way to invite them on the pod for a while now and decided to shoot my shot on Instagram. Lucky for me, they're incredibly kind and agreed to come on the pod. Barely Civil joins us to discuss the Milwaukee music scene, their great newest single, Coasting Mostly, and everything that's happened to them since the release of 2020's Excellent, I'll Figure This Out. Along the way, they've also enlightened us about the amazing music scene in Milwaukee right now. Exciting things are on the horizon for them. And if Coasting Mostly is any indication, their best album is the next one. So I'm very, very excited for you guys to check out this episode. As always, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at No Wristbands. Follow us on Facebook at No Wristbands. We drink for free. And check out our website, NoWristbands.com with our bi-monthly music blog. Dig in. Thanks, everybody. All righty. Thanks so much for listening. You are back with the No Wristbands crew. I am, of course, Mark Joyner, your host with always Papa Novak. And we are here today with the Milwaukee punk emo band. I don't we'll, we'll get to that part in p- question in a second. Uh, Barely Civil. How are you doing today, guys? Good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, good. Uh, did how we'll start here. How would we define the band? Like, I would say emo. Other people mm-hmm. might not. How the most important thing is how would you define what kind of music you guys play? I I would call it emo. Yeah, uh, they've okay. been they've been talking about emo revival revival lately. Mm-hmm. I don't even go that <laughs> yes. Far. So which wave are we in now? Like 10, 11, 12? What? Five. Uh, right? Yeah, Five? I, I think emo revival revival is part of fifth wave. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we'll take that. Uh, what have you guys been up to? So you put out an album a couple years ago that mm-hmm. was awesome, right during the middle of the pandemic, which is less awesome. I'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah. What have that, we been up to? Have and that was your second one. Yeah, yeah. That was our sophomore up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we we took a lot of time to sort of uh, piece together uh, our band again. I mean, the three of us have been going at it for a long time. Um, but we had a couple lineup changes throughout the pandemic uh, before sort of landing on our current bassist, who has uh, been one of the best additions to our band we could ever have asked for. Um, but we've just been, I don't know, we've been, we, we took some time to sort of uh, collect ourselves within the pandemic. Uh, I think everybody needed that and everybody needed time to do that. Um, it was really difficult to be creative at that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I think everybody felt, um, but yeah, we, we, we sort of, you know, figured our lives out a little bit, got as comfortable as we could and then sat down to start writing again. And, and now we're here. Yeah. I think the first r- song we wrote where we really felt comfortable in the direction that we were going was coasting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I got to say, I love this the new song mm-hmm. uh, and it really gives me like japan droids vibes have you guys heard that yet oh yeah, hell yeah. we love the japan droids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so do we yes yeah. yes okay good yeah um that was gonna be our next question is like i mean it, like it's like when when mark said hey do you want to have these guys on and i'm like uh well let me listen to them and as soon as i listen to that song it's like japan droids for sure 
Let's oh, do it. Yeah, we, yeah. we were big uh, Celebration Rock. Yeah. Huge uh-huh. celebration how could you not be? Post nothing, guys. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, so is this would coasting mostly would that be like is that a good indicator of of the direction the music is heading or i know some bands like to put out a first single and it to be like a complete zigzag from what the album is mm-hmm. actually gonna end up sounding like is there an album on the way sorry let's start there is there an yeah. album on the way yeah there is an album on the way uh Fuck yeah yeah that's all we can say about yeah, it right now. <laughs> <laughs> new year um okay but yeah i think uh i i think with this our debut uh, album uh we can live here forever was still in that like emo vein but a little bit more like pop centric very Mm -hmm. melodic um Mm -hmm. i'll figure this out got uh, a lot more melancholy a lot slower yeah Mm -hmm. Um, this one in on the midwest emo there definitely um this one feels like a really good marriage of the two um i mean like coasting mostly is like a far more aggressive song than I think people are used to hearing from us. Um, and I think there's definitely moments on this record that keep that tempo going and, yeah. and that aggression. I, I would say this, this record is a lot angrier. Um, I mean, a lot of, I, there a lot of people have a lot to be angry about. Um, yeah. right now. <laughs> um, and like, very while true. We, yeah. While we were writing this record, um, you know, I was, I, I personally was going through a lot of, uh, a lot of frustration, um, you know, like right when we were sort of finishing up the record, my job that I had been working at forever, we we unionized and we we were going through a lot of, you know, sort of figuring out what it means to be like workers in present day America. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, there's there's moments on this record that a lot of moments on this record that sort of mm-hmm. encapsulate those feelings and, and those moments yeah. um and so yeah i'd say this one is a little bit angrier than yeah. uh, we've we've ever been but um there's definitely still those moments that you're like oh this is so twinkly <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well 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 if it's anything like the first song it, it seems like you're uh, turning alex loose on it right oh <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i had a lot of fun writing that yeah yeah uh what uh, do when you when you write do you and you come up with like you're like these songs belong in an album together are you thinking of theme as you go through it or you're just writing and that's what's coming out we've always sort of approached it from like as we're writing songs we want them to be like as true to the moment as can be and so like when we we're, we're never really if we're repurposing like a riff that we tried out for the last record and didn't care about it's getting completely rewritten. Like, you know, we'll incorporate ideas that we've had for a while, but everything is getting reworked um, to be as true to the moment as possible. And I think that sort of leads to cohesion within our records. Um, you know, thematically, all of our records sort of feel like, oh yeah, this is sort of what this one's covering. And this is what this one's covering. Yeah. And I, I think that just kind of comes naturally. I'm, I mean, like my practice has always been like, when we go into the studio, I'm writing lyrics until I put them on, uh, on track. And, um, I'm, I'm adjusting and making sure that like, if these records are meant to be like snapshots of our lives, mm-hmm. that it's like to the minute, uh, yeah. as, as much a snapshot as it yeah. can be. And so I think, yeah, it's just like naturally, you know, whatever you're going yeah. through ends up mm-hmm. being scenes of the, of the record. Yeah. Uh, 
is ever get stressful feeling like you're under the gun like that like i come up with some lyrics right now you ever get like i'm not trying to will this into the into the existence yeah. of the world but like you ever get like writer's block um when i find that i struggle I struggle hardest to write lyrics in like well in advance because if I, if I write lyrics too far out, I second guess them constantly. Sure. It's sure. all I do. Okay. Um, and so when it, when it like comes time and I'm like, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and we're going to track this song. Mm-hmm. That's when I get sort of my, yeah. I think my best work. Um, and, and, I, I've always that's just how I've always been. I've never really felt pressured because I know that like everyone around me is whatever I write, they're gonna be like, Yeah, that was sick, or they're gonna <laughs> send me a text later and be like, Are you doing okay? Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the two is gonna hit. Um, but I sort of like wear that with like a as like a badge of honor and um and I don't know, I don't think I've fully whiffed yet. I think yeah, we right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think some of your uh, best lyricism um, is on this next record, personally. Yeah, not to brag, but Connor doesn't write too many whiff lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, when you get hyped up like that by your your bandmates and friends, exactly. that's right. Hard not to, right? Yeah. Uh, do you feel like with your creative process, is the music begat a theme? Like when you're like the music will propel you into your lyrics, or do you feel like the lyrics don't like could exist outside of of the song that's that's playing or the music um, that's been created if that makes sense lyri- yeah lyrics always come after after instrumentation um we write very collaboratively yeah um so like nobody's ever really coming to the space with like a fully fledged song um we we sort of have ideas and we you know we'll start with a riff or start with a bass line um and we'll sort of take it from there um and so i think like yeah, probably subconsciously, like naturally, um, if if the tone is a little bit more aggressive, it's going to be a little bit more aggressive lyrically. But I think some of uh, the moments that I appreciate a lot on this record, um, and, and and on I'll figure this out, come in songs where it's like, like I don't think necessarily that like coasting mostly sounds like a very angry song it's very like boppy you kind of want to like yeah swing I feel like it's it. propulsive yeah yeah but then but then the lyrics are like you know angry they're like really really mad and like um and, and I, so i think some of those i find those moments where like maybe the the lyrical content and the instrumentation don't fully align and it's sort of like two parts of one story. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's something yeah. that we're trying to sort of go for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, you definitely want that like dichotomy in the music. Doesn't mm-hmm. want it to be like one thing flowing all the way through. Uh, yeah. One so, what, one thing I think is, is interesting. I, I don't know, Mark, I'm taking this in another direction, but uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, go for it. Uh, like, you know, you guys are a relatively newish band, newer band. And you know, you're about to put it, hopefully about to put out your third record, like the timing on all three and what you needed to know and how things work is like bizarrely different because your first record in 2018 was like, oh, you know, everybody knows how to put out a record and it's done like this. And then the second one comes out during COVID and everything is fucked up then. And now the third one, it's like post COVID and you have to sort of like relearn how this all goes now. So um, how have you guys like dealt with that and and do you feel like you have a, a great game plan now 
Honestly, I, I think that nobody has a great game plan. Uh, I think like releasing music in general is just, it's difficult. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's not just a matter of like, like you can, you can make a record that you're in love with and that you think is, is amazing. It doesn't guarantee that anybody's right. going to give a shit about it. Yeah. And like, that's, that's fine. That's, that's the nature of art. Um, but I think that like, when we went into the album cycle for um, I'll figure this out and everything got disrupted um, mm-hmm. by, by the pandemic, that really, we had a lot of high expectations and a lot of, a lot of really grand plans that we were very yeah. excited to see come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if anything, like, yeah, it's disappointing to see that, you know, fall through. It's disappointing to lose those full us tours. It's disappointing to mm-hmm. see that. But ultimately I think what it taught us is that we need to enter into these situations with no expectations and just ride the high that is like, Hey, it's really hard to make music. It's really hard to make an album. And if we have any audience that is better than most bands can say, mm-hmm. and we would take it. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's how we've approached, uh, you know the, the release of this we we're hopeful that it'll reach the right audience but ultimately if the right audience is a thousand kids across the country that's really cool mm-hmm. that's really, really yeah cool. so, uh what has the response been like so far to coasting mostly it's been great surprised you guys yeah yeah, yeah. Pe- people people have really liked it a lot um which i'm very happy about i was I was worried that after, you know, three years since we put anything out, people were going to be like, who, who is barely so <laughs> right. Um, but no, I, I think it's gotten a, a great response. And I think people, people seem to really like the, uh, the kind of newer sound that we've got going. Um, there was, there was one review of the song that described it as violent, which I don't think we've ever been described. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, well, we can check that but, box now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been really cool. It's been really cool, mm-hmm. and we we've had the fortunate, you know, sort of space of, um, this. So this record uh, came later than we had hoped. Yeah. Uh, we were we were going to go track it last year, uh, and then uh, one of our members got COVID right before we were going to leave. So it, it sort of like threw a wrench in the works and, and we had to sort of restruct, like, you know, figure out how we were going to do it later. And, um, and I think that was sort of a blessing in disguise just because it gave us time to like really test run a lot of these songs and like mm-hmm. play them to live audiences and yeah. see how people were liking them. And I think coasting mostly was one of those really interesting cases where every time we would play it, somebody would come up to me and say, what record is that song on? And I would say it's not up yet. And they would go, why? Why (laughs) And so that's not be that big a fan, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that made like, that made me, you know, confident that when we put that song out into the world, that people were going to be receptive to it. But I think the, 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 you know, manner in which people have been receptive to it has been amazing i think uh i think people are really excited about what we have going um i think the the sonic shift is something that people are like kind of like whoa that's crazy like like friends of ours that we you know met touring years ago 
who are just like, yo, this is sick. And yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's what we, mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's the, that's the feedback that we love the most. Just right. Like those friends. That's what keeps you yeah. going. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, kind of going back to all, all the fun of the lead up to I'll figure this out. Was there ever any thought about delaying the release of the album because of the pandemic? Was thought about it. Um, yeah, we had a brief it, discussion, but I think we, it wasn't so much because of the pandemic that we had thought about delaying it. Oh though. yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because it was, you know, it, it got announced like shortly after the George Floyd protests yeah. started happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was there was kind of a thought of like we we are not really trying to take up the the news space right now. Yeah. Um, so there was kind of some pivoting with that. Um, but I think you know, as far as the pandemic, I don't think anybody at that point was expecting it to to kind of last as long right. as it did. So we were yeah. we were yeah. making plans of like you know oh in a couple months we're gonna Mm -hmm. hit the road with this band and do this and that and none of that ended up happening it was a bunch of making plans canceling those plans making more plans canceling them again Mm -hmm. rinse and repeat for months on end yeah eventually we learned to just take it in stride and then just keep trying to move forward i think we were always very practical about it and you know like we were never we we're all very anxious people and so <laughs> we we throughout the entirety of that first like the first two years of the pandemic we were very much like we were very practical and, and realistic in the like we don't know how long this is going to be yeah but we're not going to push it. Like we, mm-hmm. right. you know, there was a lot of bands who were like, well, yeah, we'll announce that tour in early 2021 and we'll, we'll like start selling tickets for it. And it's like, I don't know if that was a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that like you set yourself up with these like expectations that you were going to be able to go do cool things. And it's awesome that you were excited about that, but that is morally crushing. And I think yeah. we, we saw a lot of bands sort of, disappear off the face of the earth yeah. during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And I think it was because of that. I think like, you know, we 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 have the fortunate circumstance of like, you know, Isaac and I have been best friends for 20 years. Yeah. Alex, you know, went to elementary school with us. Yeah. Like wow. we've all known each other for for decades now. And so like we have the fortunate circumstance of like we'll always be there. Like, yeah, it's not like, Oh, we Mm -hmm. met trying to make this band. And so, you know, after a couple of years of not doing the thing, we're just not going to talk anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're always around each other. And so I think we always knew that like, no matter how long this takes, no matter how long it goes on, ultimately, like we'll still be making music. So who cares? Like, Mm -hmm. so it's like, if there's some like freedom in that, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 I'm reading this correctly, Connor, um, the the key to success for Barely Civil is to set expectations really low. Yeah. <laughs> as low as it can be. Yeah. <laughs> Barely off the ground. Uh, <laughs> so you guys have been friends for all this time. Which one of you is the is like do you all bring like, you know, we all had that friend growing up who's like, Hey, you should check out this record. You should check out this record. That Which one of the three? Okay. All right. 
All right, he's Excellent. super lame. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> barely civil started life as a Green Day cover band. Oh, uh, I love that. And then I got I really into explosions in the sky. Okay. And I I convinced them that we should do post rock instead. Okay. <laughs> but the funny thing about Isaac though is that like Isaac was that way from like a young age. Like <laughs> we were like Isaac always was just like my music taste is cooler than yours. Uh-huh. And everybody <laughs> needs to listen to what I listen to. So much so that like when we I still have CDs that were like mixed CDs mm-hmm. that Isaac would give out as party favors at his like wow. elementary school birthday parties. It was called oh, Wow. There yeah. was four volumes, uh, <laughs> four or five volumes. Wow. Christmas I got. How do we get a hold of this? Like, yeah, wow, in there we. I, you know. I don't know. I can't <laughs> find some copies. But it was like you know, at age nine, Isaac was like, everybody should go listen to was, Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was curating everyone's music taste. Oh my God. Wow. I love that. Okay. I love that. Yeah, uh, I was an influencer from an early. Every, age. every everybody needs a friend like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but when wow. we were when we were in um, late junior high, early high school, yeah. there was a band in Madison that we fell in love with. Um, they were called Circus Fires, and that band was like deeply, deeply influential to us. And really, like we would play. They they only released one full length record, and like we would get together and just like play it in Isaac's basement, yeah. front to back. God. We love that mm-hmm. record. Yeah, um, I love that. We still love this record. It's yeah. still in my car. I have one CD in my like <laughs> in my player that sure. is my like. Oh, I'm just running to the gas station, and it's that. It's that record. Literally, same. It hasn't yeah. left my six CD changer in my car since I put it in my car when I got it the day wow. the day I bought it in Whoa. 2017. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but so so we we fell in love with that band, and that band was like everything to us. Uh, that band ended up splitting the front person for that band made a new band called street names, which we obviously fell in love with. Um, and then long story short, the front person for both those bands is now our bassist. Um, (laughs) so is that awkward where you're like, uh, Hey, so no, it was so cool. Okay. It was so cool because it was like, it it was not to meet your heroes. Yeah. (laughs) But, but, now our hero is our best friend we yeah. we love eric uh so much it's um yeah and it it's it's just so crazy because like when when we would play shows in madison when we were kids you know eric and the rest of the band would just like show up to see us yeah mm-hmm. uh, because we were at like every circus <laughs> <place. laughs> and then oh God, when amazing. we when we made i'll figure this out um there's actually a lyric in the last song that is kind of repurposed from a circus fires song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we asked Eric if that would be okay. And they were like, Oh, I would be, I would be honored. Mm-hmm. And then just copy that royalty check. Yeah. yeah right. That fat royalty <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. So then when we were looking for a new bassist, um, it was, it was honestly a little last minute at first. Um, but we were we were looking for someone who like we knew that we would vibe with creatively who mm-hmm. was good at bass and we figured we might as well ask eric since we had been ripping them off for like <laughs> seven years or something at that point um they were like about time yeah about time. yeah yeah 
Um, oh, that's but, amazing. Well, and like Eric, Eric has always been so supportive of us as individuals and as as a group. And like there was a moment we uh, back in. God, was it 2019? It would have been 20... I think it was 2019. Yeah, 2019, February. Yeah, in 2019, we got like a last minute uh, offer to open for Joyce Manor in Madison. That'll do. Yeah, Yeah. we were like, yeah, I guess. Uh, (laughs) uh, It was like the night before we got asked if we could do it. And our bassist at the time uh, like had class the next day and they weren't sure if they would be able to make it to the gig. Um, and so we just reached out to like a handful of people we knew and we're like, Hey, would anybody fill in for us? And Eric was like, yeah, absolutely. And then we ended up not needing Eric to fill in, but they came to the gig and they were like, just so you know, if you ever need me, I learned your whole discography. Wow. <laughs> so, so it was like, yeah. So when it came down to like, Oh, we should, we really should find like someone to start writing with. It was like, well, yeah. Who, yeah. Else? Yeah. 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 who else yeah yeah you spent all that time preparing so exactly yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> You're like, i think i know it's amazing <laughs> yeah wow uh so i have so i think we have to take away from this is we need to listen to circus fires yeah. Uh, yeah for sure they, they just yeah. put the album back up on spotify so okay all living Abs- things. Yeah. One of the best records I've ever heard. Go pause this podcast. Listen to that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see you back in like 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. About. Yeah. Do you, oh, do you ever that. like work in a, a, a circus fires uh, cover into the, into the set list or anything? <laughs> we we sound check a circus fire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, what I love about, uh well i love so many things about it. i'll figure this out but i think one of the things that always gets me is the second the season changes i'm like yeah it's i'll figure this out weather now <laughs> um, and then i i throw it on and it just like it fits so perfectly in that like american football universe of like fall music going on there uh including even having a trumpet there in the background mm-hmm, so yeah. it's it safe to say that you guys are american football fans yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Great okay. fans, American football fans. I got, yeah. I got a banner with the house hanging up in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Great. yeah, you do. I just read that there's going to be polyvinyl. You know, they own the house. Yeah, the, yeah. They're doing like a record sale there yeah, this like weekend. So, trick or treat. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, so if you don't have anything going on this weekend, go head on down to Champagne. Uh, Is it in Chicago? Champagne. It's in Champagne. It's in Champagne. Yeah, have, two and a half hours. I'm going to be in Chicago over the weekend. I could just go. There you go. Have you, have you been there recently, Mark? I, you know, I went uh, last summer. My wife and I were driving down to Springfield and she's like, I've never been to Champagne before. And I was like, well, I don't really know if it's worth going to, but we'll, we'll stop on through. I say this to somebody who didn't go there. He did. Yes. And I was like, well, while we're here, we have to go see this house. It's like the middle of the night. It's like, you know, one in the morning. And I'm like, we got to go see it. We pull up, step out, like, look, I'm like, I can't believe there it is. Yeah. And he's like, well, do you take a picture? I'm like, well, no, it was like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> people out. But yeah, well, now we can. Nobody. I don't think anybody's going to live there now. It's going to be a there museum. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But we'll yeah, I mean, you should, about. Alex, you should definitely make your way down to Shannon. <laughs> if I have the time, house. I will. Yeah. yeah. So if, if, if I'll, I'll figure this out, it feels very fall. Like what's the new album going to feel like? Is it, is it like a, it's coming out winter. It seems like it's coming out Sometimes. winter. Okay. 
I would it's say winter spring. It's like a winter spring. There's like an there's like an even split, and I think that's what like when we were writing it, that was sort of how it went. We started writing yeah. it in the winter, finished it up in the spring. So like we we like I love the uh, concept of like seasonal albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's something that like. I don't know. I guess not every like band talks about. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a who's a musician and I kept describing I was like I was like yeah, like we can live here forever is like a that's like a that's like a springtime like summertime record and I'll figure this out as more like a fall winter record and they were like I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, was, but like that's how I always detailed it and I think that I think that this one yeah is like very much like a this one is like a new year record. Yeah, it's, it it's like. definitely a winter spring. Barely Civil's never going to write a straight up summer record. No. <laughs> but this one almost gets summer. Yeah. I So you're not going to make your version of Celebration Rock? Because Celebration Rock no. to me is like very much a that summer. Is, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. With the yeah. fireworks? That, you kidding me? Yeah. Pass the test. Okay. Phew. Uh, so what when I've, I'll figure this out, starts coming out, you start picking up some momentum, you get that interview with Ian Cohen is that stuff that you guys are like, yeah, this makes sense. Are you like, what the hell? Like what is happening right now? Um, it, it was a, like, it was a pretty logical trajectory. I think for like, we, we got, we got pretty decent uh, attention on, we can live here forever. Yeah. And then we just toured nonstop mm-hmm. yeah. and over like the next year and a half. Yeah. Uh, after that record came out. And so like, we knew that people were like sort of learning about us and Ian Cohen has been like, yeah, he was, he was a fan of we can live here forever. Yeah. Like he's been like, like, that was crazy. Yeah. He's been a pretty long-term enjoyer of our music. Um, But like, you know, we, we're not, we're we're confident, but we're not cocky. We knew that we had a good record, Um, Mm -hmm. but, and a record that we consider to be great. And so I think like, it's not that it was surprising. It was just very, it was very nice. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, was, it was very appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think I feel the same way about sort of the, the love that Coasting Mostly is giving. It's like, it just like, it makes, it makes my heart very warm to see that people are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that people are liking it as much as we do. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to make them the mix CDs. You're making, in a sense, an even better mix CD, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so you don't obviously get to play these songs uh, from the last record. I'll figure this out live right away. What's it like when when you can finally start playing shows again? Is that like, are you nervous? Are you like, fuck yeah, let's go? Or is it somewhere between? Oh, we were we were definitely nervous. the The first time we had played any of the I'll figure this out songs live was uh was an audio tree session that we did Mm -hmm. um and we were we were nervous because like most of the songs we had never played live before yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah it it was our first time playing together in like over a year yeah oh wow Um, well it was it was like six months yeah it was it, (laughs) it, it was it was tough um and but then once we once we started doing actual shows again um i think the reception was honestly really good you know even though they were kind of older songs by that point 
they were songs that people hadn't really heard before. Um, So I think, I think people responded really well to them. Yeah. I mean, our, our first show uh, post COVID was a sold out uh, club gig in, in, in Milwaukee and like playing, like playing box for my organs for the first time in front of people. Like that was such a, cool moment just like people going Mm -hmm. crazy for that song and like (laughs) it was very obvious that people that was a song people wanted to hear um and you know we were getting people were like you know we didn't we didn't play the album in full and there were songs that we we hadn't touched and people were just like well when are you gonna play north new hall when are you gonna play this song when you play that song (laughs) and it's like you know that was really cool to see um it was it was a really uh you know welcome reception after so much time had passed since yeah. we had really like sat down to play together yeah in that ian cohen article you say like we're never playing north new hall live is, is that stance changed mm-hmm. we've we played it once one time we okay it once and, and, it was... and that's probably my favorite song on the album what what's the stance on not playing it live it's one of those songs that i think is so is so personal um <laughs> that when you play it in a live setting it it almost feels uncomfortable not from like an i'm oversharing but Mm -hmm. from a like oh people aren't like moving to this like people Mm -hmm. are just kind of standing and staring captivated by it yeah yeah and it's like it's a little uncomfortable and a little disorienting to like play um yeah yeah. i think like overall uh it's one that it's one that we will pull out very sparingly and very Mm -hmm. very occasionally um but uh well, I think a, we're still pretty firm. It, yeah, it, it, it's also sorry, it's also difficult to figure out which parts to play, specifically at least on my end, on that song, because I have like 12, I think, that are going on. Because it is at the end gosh. just a wall of guitars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it is. is hard to feel the weight of all of that mm-hmm. when it's just me and one other person playing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's such an intimate song, and um, like if the audience is feeling that, like sometimes you don't even know, you know, how they're feeling that. You know, are they are they bored, or are they just really getting into that intimacy? So, yeah, and yeah. I, I think that was always that was always the line that like we were not super comfortable treading, not yeah. because like. Ultimately, if somebody comes up to me and goes, I think that song's boring, I'm like, yeah, fine. Um, but like <laughs> if I'm like if I'm playing a show, it, it's it's one that I feel was sort of a set killer in the fact that like mm-hmm. some people were gonna walk away from it and be like, that was the that was the best moment in that whole show. And some people are gonna be like, Man, like why did you have to why did you have to make it mm-hmm. so sad right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you just you just played Box My Organs, like that song shreds you just play right. bottom of that song rips and then you played north <laughs> new hall yeah but we used to we used to end our sets with the album closer forever um and that song like fortunately takes off at the end but that was one of those that was one of those songs too right it's like the first minute and a half was almost too intimate um, <laughs> mm-hmm. that like it, it was like okay going into playing this one we're gonna be really uncomfortable for a minute and a half and then, and then we're going to start yelling. People are going to yeah. get into it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's always, that, that was the reasoning behind uh, saying we weren't going to play North New Hall live. It was something we tried 
and it just like it didn't feel right yeah um but maybe one day you know if we're if people are like listening to that record <laughs> actively <laughs> well, yeah. well, 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 so, yeah. well th- there's also a big difference between you know you're opening for somebody else so you're playing 35 minutes of let's get the crowd fired up versus you're doing your own show playing for an hour and a half you can you know you know you can work different things into it so yeah, and I, and I mean that's something that like, you know, we we we've we've definitely always sort of special tailored our uh, mm-hmm. sets to you know what 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 is everybody else doing? And yeah, like, and that's why like uh, like you know every now and then we'll get booked on a bill with some like quieter bands, and that's when I love to play. Like we'll play Eau Claire, Eau Claire. We'll mm-hmm. play. You know, some of our slower, we'll play forever. We'll play some of our slower songs. And like, that's great. We played a really weird show once um, at a vineyard. And it was was in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Wow. Uh, I've heard great things about Pennsylvania wine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we got there and we didn't know what to expect, but we certainly weren't expecting what we got, which was like 30 50 to 65 year olds um <laughs> and we were like i have no idea if people are gonna like our music yeah. and so we played some slower <laughs> ones and a nice very sweet older lady bought a shirt from us and it was great oh. <laughs> nice she got she got home <laughs> yes. put on the other stuff and was like oh my word <laughs> <laughs> what are these boys up to uh i know i so- know in a, a lot of the interviews that i've read um you guys have been quite complimentary about the milwaukee music scene so uh uh you want to share anything about that um yeah i think i mean like we've 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 received nothing but um very positive and very warm welcome you know we didn't grow up in milwaukee we grew up mm-hmm. uh three hours north in sort of the middle of nowhere wisconsin and so like to sort of transplant to Milwaukee uh, at the time that we did when like the scene was really starting to get its legs. I mean, like, you know, after the promise ring, there really wasn't much mm-hmm. notable coming out of Milwaukee. And mm-hmm. now it's just like, I feel like every other day there's just like, Oh, this is another great Milwaukee band. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we were, you know, getting our start in Milwaukee, um, folks like jj kaiser who who runs a uh, a very amazing uh basement venue and now also books uh at x-ray arcade out in cudahy um like f- folks like him um really welcomed us in and, and started booking us on shows and really really believed in us at a time in which like we didn't know if anybody was going to care um and through that we've been able to do so many cool things and meet so many amazing people um, I think that Milwaukee has such a unique love for its music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody shows up to everything and mm-hmm. it's just, it's so warm and welcoming, yeah. uh, and not to, you know, not to rag on Chicago, but it's like, <laughs> Chicago is like, it's like every five minutes, there's a place to go see a really cool mm-hmm. show right. in Milwaukee, in Milwaukee, we don't have that. And so people really revel in the spaces that you do have that. At. Yeah. And they go, mm-hmm they go to shows just to see a show and they, they, you know, they frequent the bars, whether or not they know there's a show that's going to be there and they'll pay cover. Like that's Mm -hmm. crazy. So 
you know, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful scene that I think right now is booming and thriving. And, um, and, and it's, you know, it's one that we are unbelievably proud to be a part of and will always, 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 uh, you know, uh, feel home. Yeah. Uh, you guys are tastemakers now. So what, uh, (laughs) where are some other Milwaukee bands we should be checking out? Uh, snag is maybe my favorite band in Milwaukee. They're like an environmentalist screamo band. Okay. Um, I really love riot nine. Uh, doubter is phenomenal. Uh, they're not really Milwaukee based, but the stink eyes are like a really solid kind of horror punk band. Okay. Um, okay. Omen. Okay. Omen. Phenomenal. Uh, overhand. Very good band. Um, and there, there are a few other bands around here that I feel like people are always shouting out. They're getting a lot of love. Uh, Bug Moment is is really having a moment. Um, <laughs> a bug moment. A bug moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, you back yourself into a corner on that one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's just all sorts of phenomenal music coming out of Milwaukee right now. And I mean, you know, even outside of our scene, there's like Nile X Nile and Wave Chappelle, like really phenomenal hip hop yeah. out of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's there's a lot going on. A lot. Is uh, is Scam likely from uh, Milwaukee? Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, couldn't forget our practice space mates, Telethon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Manikara. Yeah. There's there's all, so much. All sorts of just yeah. phenomenal things. I, yeah. I love Telethon. Wisconsin in general is kind of having a boom in music yeah, right yeah. now yeah Madison nice. is, is going crazy with with uh, bands like excuse me who are you and tiny um, voices tiny voices like mm-hmm. yeah, it's sort of all over and i feel like we have a lot of friends who are also doing like kind of filling work with other like more mm-hmm. notable bands now like we have a friend who's been playing drums in charmer um we have a friend who has been playing guitar in the band Mags and then was doing a tour playing bass with Oso Oso. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Oso Oso. Yep. Yeah. So Milwaukee's just kind of connected to everything at this point. Yeah. I feel okay. like. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, we just have a, a laundry list of things we're going to have to put on exactly. now. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to ask you like one more question. Then we're going to segue to some Chicago questions. So was, was the response like the, to the live show, the songs you're playing, what has surprised you? Like if people like stuff more than you expected, you're like, Oh, we think they'll like this, but they like this song more. Like you you said, box full of organs was like, Oh, that one really hits. Were you expecting that when, when you record that song? Box for my yeah. organs, excuse me. I think box for my organs was one where we were like, yeah, this song just rips. Like that, <laughs> this song was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think like, uh, as far as like new music goes, I think what surprised me most has been like, like we know people and people have like come up to us and said like, like before we put Coasting Mostly out, people were like recording our new songs and like listening to those live like recordings over and over like yeah. so much so that like coasting mostly had not come out yet and people were yelling along to it and mm-hmm. like that's, that's a pretty so good feeling sick. yeah it's a, it's it a really good feeling 
it's also something that like I've never done in my life. So like, yeah. it's insane that people <laughs> do that. I mean, in a really cool way. Yeah. It's yeah. the first time where we haven't, where we've had songs that we haven't released that people are then yelling back at us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more than just coasting, which yeah. is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, I, yeah, there's, there's a couple songs that you'll hear soon um, that are just like so much fun to play live and yeah. like, you know, really get people moving and get people like super engaged. It's always fun to just like have like a packed room of people. And like, we're not really a mashi band, yeah. but it's so sick to just like be playing a song and to just look out and see a bunch of people just like beaming. Like that's mm-hmm. what I love. Yeah. Just people smiling. Yeah. People are <laughs> excited about what they're hearing. And that's what I love. Yeah. Uh, and that's happened a lot with these new songs, um, you know, in a way that we haven't experienced before. So yeah. Um, I'm very excited about what we have coming. Yeah. It seems like you guys are leveling up. Yeah, I think so. I hope that's so. that's the yeah. plan. Yeah. yeah, that's like my my favorite. Uh, we have dig in that we write about bands and like new albums coming on things like that. And yeah. I I get stuck in this habit of like loving to review stuff that I'm like, God, this band fucking leveled up. They did it again. Like, mm-hmm. How they keep doing it? <laughs> it like like the new rap boys or like the new sincere oh, engineer oh, album, yeah. right? You're just like, oh my and god, these are so fucking our good. That <laughs> new rap boys right? is phenomenal. So good. Yeah. So I feel like thinking about uh, about arm's length. Like oh my god. every time arm's length comes out with new music, it's like so much better than what I already Consider mm-hmm. the best of the best. It's just yeah, like, yeah. So no pressure, but I'm feeling that way about what you guys are telling us. Yeah, about the new album. Barely yeah. civil number so. three, definitely. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So some some Chicago questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I assume you guys have come down here and, and enjoyed our fair city. Okay. Oh yes. Uh, are and, and you know we we. I know Milwaukee kind of has their own pizza scene, but we have our own pizza scene here. We love the deep dish. We love the the tavern style thin crust. Uh, what is your preference? Are you a thin or thick crust pizza fan? I'm yes, a thin. Plural. I'm a thin crust. I I've never had tavern style pizza like in the Chicago way. Well, we gotta and fix I, that. I, I, I want it so bad. It's uh-huh. so good. Best pizza I think it's some some content for for the site, right? We'll have to have but, some pizza with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I will say I will that Isaac's when we were in like sixth grade. Yeah, uh, Isaac's dad took us out to Chicago for something. Yeah, and we went to we went and got deep dish pizza. And at the time, I like I remember going home to my mom and being like, Mom, I ate the best food I've ever eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you're a taste maker more than one way food. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) Well, hey, that's Uh, yeah, he's he's the taste maker in the culinary. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Do you have uh, a favorite venue you guys have played a show at down here or seen shows at in Chicago? Uh, Every time we've played at Sub T has been fantastic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. love Sub T. We've had the pleasure of playing the downstairs and upstairs Mm -hmm. rooms, and both times is just a fantastic experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so being in, in like uh, seeing an outsider perspective, uh, we really pride ourselves the Chicago music scene and being very, it seems similar to Milwaukee in that there's a lot of cross pollination, a lot of people helping each other out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think of when you think of like Chicago music? 
or the, the Chicago music scene? Yeah, the main thing I think of is that we have a we have a good amount of friends down in Chicago, mm-hmm. and really I think a lot about like their bands and just the things that they do. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, Chicago music has, has been really influential on us. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, bands like Into It Over It. Do y'all claim Into It Over It? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, okay, for sure. Originally, yeah. Out of originally, yeah. Ev- but Evan's been here forever, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So and then the so. the drummer is the drummer and sincere engineer. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, they're a Chicago band. Yeah. So like you know, like bands like Into It Over It, uh, you know, have have always had you know been a big influence to us. Bands like Retirement Party were bands mm-hmm. that we just really fell in love with. Love Retirement Party. Yeah, uh, Avery is a good amazing. friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying. I've been trying to get Avery on the pod. Never oh. responds to my messages. Oh. <laughs> so if Avery listens to this, uh, please there you go. Uh, come on the pod. <laughs> I don't. Wanna, I should be desperate. You know, if you want to do it, that's cool. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, so I I think yeah, all of I mean yeah, we've never we've never met uh, a band from Chicago that hasn't been really warm and welcoming. Yeah. To us. yeah. Outside of the rest of my bandmates being okay. my best friends, we played a I show. About to light up a Twin- Chicago band, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 except it, for it, it links to Chicago though, because one of my okay. best friends is, lives in uh, Orland Park. Okay. Um, out, we played a show in the Twin Cities when I used to live there at a place called the Depot. A band called As We Once Were, which my friend Vinny is was in was playing there and we just so happened to like obviously played the same show and then i became friends with Vinny, and we've been fast friends ever since yeah. so like awesome chicago has brought us a lot of friendships long long lasting yeah. and also just it it's a wonderful place yeah shout out yeah to 80 sick yeah. yes also overgrown <laughs> Well, hell yeah. Okay. Well, we'll take that. It just boosted our egos. Thank you. <laughs> or, or Orland Park is actually the rock center of of, of Chicago, right, Mark? <laughs> Some might say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got Deanna from Sincere Engineer yeah, also. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to talk about it because he. That's right. That's where that I'm way. from. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like no big deal. He's just that's flexing. Right. I, when we interviewed Deanna, they were just talking about, they went to the same high school and they're just talking about, I felt so left out. I was like, <laughs> man, exactly. how long is this going to be going on? Yeah. All the um, Orland Park restaurants and so on. Yeah. I, I, I felt such severe FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not right. a good look on me. I'll say that. Uh, all right, we're moving on. So you named some Chicago bands, uh, which is awesome. Do you have any other Chicago bands that you are huge fans of you want to shout out? Uh, Snow Ellis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been- yeah, we've had Snow on. Yep, they're great. So the like second tour we ever did was with a Chicago band called Bristletongue. Okay. Um, <laughs> and Snow was drumming for them on that tour. Before oh. Snow had put out any music uh-huh. of their own, yeah. Um, so then, we heard that record before y'all did, just saying. Oh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> you were cool before we were. Got it. Yeah. 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 Was, I mean, he, he's he's another one that's been leveling up each time. Oh, my yeah, God. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I and can't it, wait. It's, then- it's kind of crazy because we had, when we when we did the, uh, the I'll Figure This Out album release show, uh you know finally like a year and a half after we had put it out um we we asked snow if they would want to be on it because yeah they were just a good friend of ours and Mm -hmm. everyone who was playing that show was just like our best friends 
Uh, and Snow is like, oh, yeah, of course. And then, you know, two months later, when it comes time for the show, uh, they uh-huh. hit me up like the day before we're supposed to announce it. And they're like, yo, I've got this radius clause because I'm going on tour with Knuckle Puck. So I can't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we'll be able to do it. So we had, we had them do like a secret set. And we spread a rumor that Weezer was going to be playing. <laughs> there you go. Some people actually people, believed people it was believed Weezer. It. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah. it was Snow. Better no, I would rather yeah, see. Personally, Weezer. I'd rather see Snow than I would yeah. Weezer. Yeah. Right. But that's a hilarious thing to do. Yeah. I can't wait to see. <laughs> Love that. The next Love time. that story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next time it'll be. Here we got. Yeah. We're going through Ooh. the W band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what have you guys been listening to lately? Doesn't have to be Chicago. Doesn't have to be Milwaukee. Yeah. Be anything. Um, so we're talking about the Rap Boys. We love the new Rap Boys. Yeah, the window it's, so good. It's kind of a tie into Chicago. I've been listening to the new PD record a ton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's originally from Chicago. Yeah, he is. He um, is. Uh, we we had on. I'm sorry, I'm making this about myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Young Jesus on, and Young Jesus yes, yeah. was in a band with with PD yeah. at one point in time. Yeah. Love, love, love Young Jesus. I have been listening to a lot of Young Jesus, too. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Pile. Mm-hmm. I love okay. Pile. Yeah. Uh, been revisiting uh, Somos a lot. Oh, I love hmm. Somos. Um, okay. Y'all ever listen to Somos? No, I, I haven't. So. Really? Oh, oh uh, so yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to Temple of Plenty by Somos. So okay. it is okay. maybe the best debut album that a band has ever had. Uh, uh, I've been I've been listening to uh, a lot of Arms Length. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Up in Smoke came out what August? Yeah, something like that. That that might be my song of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been listening to. I've been on a Head North kick. Uh, I I I love Head North. Um, lately, I've been listening to. What have I been listening to? I've been listening to. Uh, a lot of Novo Amore. Um, yeah, that's been most of what I've Yeah, I saw, the, um, I saw the Wonder Years in Chicago recently, so I went mm-hmm. back yeah. on the Wonder Years kick. Best band. Best band. <laughs> so, yeah, and then great. I've also been just back in on my uh, Motion City soundtrack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Those are the bands that I've been listening to, just kind of okay. nice Yeah. I like it. Motion City, um, it's so funny. The second you say Motion City soundtrack, I just like immediately attractive today just starts playing. Yeah, that's every time. It's <laughs> the, one of the greatest openers yeah, to a record so ever. Good. And that's that that song, I I listened to that song only for like two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the feeling that I wanted when I wrote the Riff to Coasting. Yeah. But it is funny. Um, it is funny. That's one of those bands where, like, I tie, I tie. So I have such a like strong, firm memory of just hearing that riff for the first time. That like the second you say the band, it's just like my ears like mm-hmm. I lose all sound. And all <laughs> since, since we're talking about Motion City soundtrack, I I forgot a Milwaukee band that I gotta mention. Okay. Shout out to Honey Creek. Yes. Honey Creek. Okay. okay. Yeah, they they're really nailing the Motion City soundtrack. Thing they are. Now. They're so, so good. There's so many bands in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my list just keeps every exactly when I'm writing it down. Right. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do the rest of the week. It's going to be this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. 
I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So two more questions. Um, the, this is the last real one. Then there's one. Well, I guess the this one's a joke question. The last one's a real one. But uh, <laughs> we're huge fans of cheap drinks. Uh, uh-huh. I'm drinking like a High Life or a PBR, or I got really into Rolling Rock like a year or two ago. Oh, right. Love me some Rolling Rock. If you guys I are drinkers, oh. I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What uh what's your go-to cheap drink? If you do if you don't drink, feel free to throw out an NA. Yeah. I actually I have two. So I don't drink during the week. I only drink on weekends. Um, smart. And so my cheap drink of choice alcoholic is a tecate. Tecate with a lime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So good. Yeah. And then my cheap NA beer is Lagunitas has yeah. a, it's called a hoppy refresher. Yep. It's basically like a hop flavored seltzer and it is so good. I think so good. for okay. NA, that is literally all of our diseases. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. It's so good. So I like bring the band practice. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I like casually drink it. Like it's, it's something that like, I've thought about buying a case. Yeah. 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 I, okay. Personally in, in Milwaukee, I'm a PBR guy, a spotted cow yeah. guy. Yeah, okay. same. But recently, I discovered this new beer. I'm the only person <laughs> I know who likes it. It's called, it's called Donna's Pickle Beer. It, oh. it, it's pickle beer. That can't be good. Oh, it no. is so good. I... It, it, it genuinely might be my favorite beer I've ever had in my wow. life. Wow. <laughs> I love pickles. We're going to have to try that, Mark. Uh, I mean, so if you want good. me to throw up, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. It, it tastes exactly as advertised. I, oh, wow. I usually just go for a spotted cow. Okay. I, I love a good spotted. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Now, the last real question is like, what would you guys like to shout out? Like, so we have a lot of stuff coming up. Can't have an announcement mm-hmm. of it yet. Uh, what? So we have like we expect know, a tour. Like, what, what? I know you have a couple, uh, couple so, Milwaukee gigs, or you know, cut a hay yeah. gig um, at X Ray Arcade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a few shows coming up at uh, the end of the year here. Yeah, um, yeah. Some, some that we're really excited about. We're doing a. I don't know if this will be out by the time we. By the time November 1st is what we're aiming for. Oh, cool. Yep. Okay. Yep. So then all of these will still be ahead. Um, yeah, we're playing at X-Ray with some friends of ours. Um, Clementine is is one of the best Milwaukee bands right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing with them. That one's going to be good. That's November 14th. Yes, November yep. 14th. <laughs> going to say the date. And then uh, November 18th, we're playing at Cactus Club. Cactus Club. Right? Yep. Um, who is that one with? I've lost my memory. November eighteenth is going to be at back. Oh, that's a North sorry. Warren, North Warren and Waldemar. Yeah, yeah, cut all that, that out. That one's on the eighteenth, <laughs> but we are playing. We are playing Cactus Club the next day at the nineteenth. Uh, okay, and that we are doing a halftime show for the Packer game. Um, at Cactus, at Cactus Club. Club. So well, with how things are going with the Packers right now, it <laughs> keep going. Hey. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna inspire them. Yes. <laughs> okay, they'll, they'll they'll take some of our energy and maybe I love that a game, just like a fifteen minute set. So yeah, yeah, yeah just that, bangers. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly that's no filler. That's just straight bangers for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, anything coming up in Chicago? Not no. as of right now, but I mean, we yeah. we've we've got 
we've got a new record coming out eventually. So uh, I so would assume I yeah. would assume we're going to play shows in cities that aren't Milwaukee at some mm-hmm. point. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, keep keep your eyes out. Uh, at the start of next year, you'll we'll give you some treats and we'll we'll get rolling. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Uh, well, I just want to say thank you so much for for coming on. I know mm-hmm. uh, we were kind of going back and forth on finding a time, but hopefully yeah. this yeah. was this was worth it. I think it was great. Yeah, was super oh, awesome. Thank you, so thank you for having yep. us. Tunes. Yep. Yeah. Love talking uh, music. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so be on the lookout. Barely Civil has some cool new music coming out. Uh, absolute bangers. Very excited. And thanks so much again, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. Yep. Thanks so much for listening today. We are No Wristbands. We drink for free. Music, of course, has been provided by Merlin Wall. Please check them out on Spotify or on Bandcamp. Please also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at No Wristbands and check out our website at NoWristbands.com. 